You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. Better you bet on the BetQL network. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you. Oh yeah, what a sixty minutes we got coming your way. Uh, a lot of bets, many bets, many, 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 many bets. Hockey, NBA. Uh, Tyler, you got more college hoops for us, or are you uh, standing pat here with uh, with Kentucky laying fourteen against Louisville? Not a lot of games today, so we only got Kentucky right now. It's about to start, by the okay. way. Okay. Okay. Um, I would bet it, but I don't want to like subject myself. I'd rather I'd rather like not win the money than have to like deal with the sp- betting on this sport right now, which maybe is bad Amen. by me, but it's, it's how I feel. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Take me to Louisville. You can cover the spread. (laughs) I believe that Kenny Payne can cover the 14, cover the spread. Uh, All our bets are covered. It's a really, it's a great song. It really is spectacular. It's really good. Yeah. Somebody Take up. me to church. Uh, it's really terrific. And uh, side total and props for Thursday Night Football, the Rams and the Saints. We got a bunch of award markets we still got to hit in the NFL. We're, we, um, we're basically, we got, it's just coach and comeback now. We cleared coach everything else. Yeah. All right. Oh, honestly, like maybe my two favorite markets. I'll t- th- These are the two markets where like if things hashtag break right. Oh, yeah. oh baby. I'm break rich right. suckers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. All right, let's uh, let's start with Coach of the Year. Jake, bring the music up, and uh, you can bring up Hosier if you want. Also, we'd get sued. Uh, Dan Campbell. It remains that Dan Campbell is like the ever-present favorite in this market, plus two seventy-five. Pair of Lions did blow out the Broncos last week on uh, on Saturday. Uh, Campbell plus two seventy-five. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's and Shane Steichen. AFC South represent. Both are three to one. Uh, Mike McDaniel six to one. Kyle Shanahan is a uh, plus eight fifty. 
the architect of this Niners offense. Kevin Stefanski, hashtag our guy, 9-1. to one. John Harbaugh, 16-1. to one. Now, I skipped a couple names, like Zach Taylor, just because I was like, I don't know how interesting these guys are. And I have a couple names that I think are a little interesting. And can you maybe disagree, and we can dismiss them. Sean Payton, 30-1. to one. Uh, Sean McVay, 30-1, to one, who's like, I feel like everyone is starting to like talk about Sean McVay now. It's like his best coaching sure. job. Like, look at all how great he is. Um, and then I think you and I talked about this off-air, and you were like, no way. What if the Bucks went out and go 10-7 and seven and, win, and win the NFC South this year? Uh, Todd Bowles is 150-1 to one right now for Coach of the Year. So we'll get the comeback player of the year. Let's talk coach of the year right now. Uh, Ken, I just gave you the prices. Uh, what stands out? Any bets to be made? I think a lot of stuff stands out. This remains a, a, a confusing but maybe really awesome market to bet into because um, you, you have to look at the favorite in the market, which is Campbell in some places. It's Steichen in others, but it's like the two of them kind of interchanged in terms of low prices around three to one. And it's it's easy to look at Campbell and be like, I think I'm good here. Like I think I think there are other coaches to bet. And so I'll just I'll go back to last week and what I said, and then I want to revise my opinion now that we have a lot more information. So last week I basically say, you know, like Miami loses, Detroit loses, and the idea is essentially, um, like I, I think McDaniel actually can't win anymore. Like I think he, I'm proceeding like he's a zero. I'm proceeding like Campbell's a zero. Not because, like, he can't win. I think it would require them winning out. This was last week, uh, entering the Denver game. They have to win all four, and I think he actually needs some other coaches to lose. Like, I don't think he kind of controls his own destiny to even win. I think he could be a finalist very easily. He'll certainly get votes, but, like, if they lose one more time, that's, like, a small improvement from last season for a guy who was supposed to win the division and supposed to go to the playoffs. Kind of, like, a a tough case to make once they start losing these games, honestly. So I said, essentially, uh, last week, I boiled it down to like three, the three improvement coaches, uh, teams uh, that were not expected to be very good, two who were really not expected to be very good, and have been surprise teams this year. And I said it was basically going to be one of these three coaches, uh, in my opinion, and I've kind of been betting it that way, that D'Amico Ryans, Shane Steichen, and Sean Payton were the three improvement coaches. They were the most likely coaches to win. And to a certain extent, I still feel that way. Uh, I think all three coaches can still win the coach of the year. Uh, I think there are some very compelling candidates there. I think Steichen, who we talked about last week, maybe like has the trump card over the other two because he's doing it with Gardner Minshew as opposed to as in making the playoffs with Gardner Minshew and Ryan's, you know, for most of the season has had CJ Stroud. Sean Payton has Russell Wilson. So like, it's kind of like, all right, like Steichen, like how, how is he doing this versus the other two guys? Uh, I need to, well, not take the L. I need to modify like the analysis here uh and it's important this time of year like no matter how entrenched i was in that viewpoint uh I, this time of year is about listening and it's about when people when one of my age-old rules with betting awards when voters tell you what they're going to do just believe them just believe them don't argue with them don't say it's stupid don't say like how can you do that and they tell you what they're going to do just believe them uh and this week specifically more than any other week of the entire season the incredible amount of noise being made on behalf of Kevin Stefanski of the Browns uh, is impossible to ignore anymore. It was talked about for a few weeks, um, but with these last two games and especially last week's performance coming back from, from a couple touchdowns down or from double digits down to beat the bears. And now like a very likely playoff appearance with nine wins already this season. They, again, you may think like, oh, well, Houston can still win this week. I got bad, bad news for everybody. The Browns host the Jets next week. That's 
gonna go probably go pretty well for them would be my guess not that they can't lose just like it's it's setting up pretty well and i uh, played at, at cincinnati in the in the final week of the season so just like everything that's been written this week all of it from people who i would consider let's call them like predictive of how voters tend to think about the award or people who vote one of the two categories unanimous stefanski he should win coach of the year he's the and this just it doesn't mean he has to win it just means i came in i came into this week before i read all this stuff before we talked to people whatever i came into this week not having him number one like at this exact moment i had steichen number one at this exact moment and i think it's possible steichen's still like in the mix for the number one spot but i can't ignore like again when people when voters tell you what they're going to do just believe them there's a ton of noise right now for Stefanski to win this award four different quarterbacks likely playoff team million injuries they do it anyway and I, I i have to i have to now believe that like i have to believe that either he is in the number one spot currently or he is at least one of the most likely coaches to win and he's not priced crazy but he's also priced with longer odds than shanahan and the thing with shanahan to me and i'll just stop and do this real quick a lot of people think he should win and have bet him to win. My problem is I don't get that from people who vote. I get that from people who bet and I get that from like kind of ancillary people who like talk about football, the voters and the people who I, I kind of deem like representative of how voters think. I don't really get Shanahan from any of them. I don't even get like a whiff of it from any of them. So like he can win. All I the people I asked can that vote right. all said like Stefanski and Steichen and the people I talked right. to all vote and, and they were like Stefanski and Steichen. Right. So like, cool. And it's so the argument for Shanahan's almost like, well, but like, they're the best team, he should win be like, yeah, but that's not a what are the voters saying thing. And we're three weeks to go. So like, somebody should be talking about this. That's not the person who bet on it. Like if you're going to do it, like, okay, I bet Sean Payton, but I also listen and there's no Sean Payton going on right now. They can go win, win, win and get back in. And we talked about that last week. But like this Stefanski thing now, kind of like throws a whole wrench into like what the handicap was going to be because maybe he like i thought steichen had the trump card Minshew playoff spot that beats ryan's that beats peyton that beats everybody if they win now i kind of think stefanski has the trump card over all three of them that's the problem with with betting it like it's a three coach race so this makes things very confusing right and wh however however everybody has chosen to bet this so far i feel like we're all all over the place i'm all over the place with kind of like who i bet early and what i have and how i position whatever the best i can do is just tell you how i see it right now and the way i see it right now is i think the two most likely coaches to win in order are Stefanski and Steichen. And the, ultimately, the results will determine this. One of the things about Coach of the Year that is frustrating versus other award markets is in the end, it's just a wins-losses game to a certain extent. Like, player performance awards are less frustrating because there's like, honestly, in most sports, there's more games. And it's like, well, they don't maybe have to win-lose. They just have to play well. And a lot of good players play well whether they win the game or lose the game. Coaching, it's just like, Look, like Steichen's playing in a coin flip game. Like Stefanski is now favored by two and a half over D'Amico Ryan's. It's still only a two and a half point spread. Like there's so many ways that game can go. The winner of Browns Texans may win coach of the year. And it's like a 55-45 kind of a game. Like in terms of percentage chance each one can win. So you can't, even if you're confident, 
it's not like, well, Tyree kills ahead of Christian McCaffrey or Brock Purdy's ahead of the other quarterbacks where like, okay, if they win, lose, maybe it doesn't even matter. The results will ultimately determine the winner. So like, look, there's a lot of ways this can go. Um, but I, I think like I would just amend what I said last week, consuming so much content this week. Nick, you texted people who vote. Like I talked to a couple other people who are smart with this stuff, who maybe know some voters. And it's like, it's Stefanski at a roar right now in terms of just like who the number one guy is it doesn't mean it has to be that they can lose doesn't mean he has to win just like i don't think the price in the market even like a single digit price reflects what we're hearing and what people are saying about this award all right you better you bet with nick and ken here talking coach of the year we'll get to comeback player of the year in a moment and then it'll be all our bets for tonight all right so for the people out there ken and like you know i think you said this pretty well earlier when we talked about mvp like it's less of a if you have this than this because we're so late in the season that like who knows what we're people have, right? Because about our positions and stuff. And like yeah. if I told exactly. you what I have, if I told you what I have in some markets, it becomes like unhelpful because it's just like, well, I got if depending on when I got in, then I have equity to spend on this, so then I get to do this. Like we don't all get to do that. The easiest thing is just like, look, here's kind of the rating right now. Do what you want with that information. Like, do like how heavy are you in the market? Do you have nothing? So is it bets to fancy? So let's say someone's listening right. and like they've got nothing right now. Is it bets to fancy? Yeah, you bet to fancy. You bet to fancy for sure. And I, easy, I actually right? think, yeah, it's not, it's an easy winner. It's an easy bet. Um, it's because I think the likelihood, yes. the likelihood he went, you play this season out eight, nine times. He doesn't just win once. He wins more than that. Uh, and, I, and I think I was so told I by a couple people, more. just a little more context and, and, and forgive me if you've said this already. I, I don't know if this, I don't think so. Like basically like they need to win two of the final three games. And like, I think everyone's voting for him. Not right. definitely, but I, that's kind of the sense that I got. Well, you and I were talking about this off the air. I, my, how I feel about it is I think there's a way that week 18 is actually irrelevant. Like they could dump the game and it doesn't matter if they've already clinched a playoff spot. I do think winning Sunday against Houston is almost, it's like everything. And you could be like, well, that's a, if I'm going to bet Stefanski and you tell me that he might lose i could lose that bet yeah but like think about it like i i honestly do i really feel i think i feel this strongly about it i honestly think like brown's money line and his price are almost should almost be the same thing like i actually based on the information we've got like if they clear this hurdle and they win like does it matter what anybody else does i guess it has to be a two-team parlay they, with the jets they, next they week, could they have to yeah, i was jets. gonna say like yeah, they could yeah. lose to they could right. like lose to the jets it's not impossible right. So, like, what would you consider a two-team rolling parlay of Browns money line this week and Browns against the Jets? Where they were, and they host the game, I'm almost positive. If that's the case there, I don't know, between four and a half and six? What's the look ahead of something like that? It's going to be a really who's, low Who's the quarterback? There. Assuming Wilson's the quarterback? Assuming, uh, I think you could say Wilson or Simeon, and I don't know if the number would be that different. I'll get you a look ahead right now just to kind of give people an idea of what the framing of this I is th- going to be. I think, like, dead zone, you're you're like, I think that's probably right. My first thought was six. When is this game? Is this game not open right it's now? Ne- it's next Thursday. Next Thursday night. Oh, it's the Thursday game. That's why. Do I have it somewhere? Maybe. Is it the Thursday? It is the Thursday game. I have it. I'm sorry. Uh, six. Five and a half. Five and a half or six. So, I was gonna say because like, if, if it's six, is this sick that I would want to? I would want to take the points with the Jets if Wilson played. Yeah, I I would think about it. At, at like five and a half, six is like a maybe it's just the right number in the game. Well, let me let me ask you because I think we're going to agree on this. And I can't believe I'm here, but like again, people talk. You have to. I just have to listen at this time here. That's the way it is. Um, they beat the Texans, favored in the game. They beat the Browns, or they beat the Jets, favored in the game. Like two team money line parlay of those. Let's say that's like plus two hundred or plus one eighty or something like that. Do you think if they win those two, it doesn't matter what any other coach does? 
So let me ask you this. So we talked about MVP earlier, and you were saying that like MVP is basically wrapped up usually by week 18. So let's just right. say, let's say early, it'll be a one o'clock game, most likely. Browns Bengals Cincinnati Cincinnati like Cincinnati's gonna need that game. They're so they're game going all out in that game. Yeah. Let's say the Bengals win. So Browns win the next two. Cincinnati and wins. Colts beat the Texans. And not just Colts beat the Texans, but it's it's the Island game to on like Saturday or Sunday night. And it's and it's and it's and it's like last year was with the uh, the Jaguars uh, Colts Jaguars Titans game. So Texans Colts real. win the I think AFC it's really South. Close. I think it's really close. But I think it's those two guys. I think it's what you figure out. And like if Ryan's gets the upset, this is why this week's game is so important. Ryan's wins another game with no Stroud. That's the knife edge you're on here. But I think and that's where we're at. I think we did a good job framing where we're at. I think that's where we're but at. But I'll tell you, so Cleveland beats the... If Cleveland makes the playoffs, with, and I don't know what the permutations are, they win to make the playoffs next week, maybe he just wins no matter what in Week 18. Comeback Player of the Year coming up next.